Get in-depth coverage of your favorite artists and the coolest new gear delivered to your home every month. Visit shop.premierguitar.com to sign up for a print subscription to Premier Guitar so you can take the best guitar content on earth with you anywhere. No Wi-Fi required. up how are you oh not much Barry thanks for joining me in my uh, room here yeah absolutely uh, I'm glad we could do this even though it's under these circumstances of quarantine but yeah hey everybody welcome to the rig rundown thanks for watching today our guest is Corey Brannon singer and songwriter uh, guitar player extraordinaire from Memphis Tennessee and a good buddy of mine former neighbor which is <laughs> pretty cool I'm glad you would do this man um, nah, my pleasure well so I guess let's start off with you're not touring right now because nobody is touring right now. No. So what have you been doing to stay busy? You're like one of the busiest quarantine dudes I've ever come across. You know, I just went into full panic mode at the thought of uh, being unemployed for a year, you know, kids. Uh, and so, yeah, I just, I just started firing on all cylinders. So I've been doing this uh, show on Wednesdays, this sort of show where I talk to my songwriting buddies. Um... Uh, we've had on uh, Ben from Lucero, Brian Fallon, uh, Frank Turner, Amanda Shires. Uh, tomorrow we'll have a BJ from American Aquarium and Laura Jane Grace coming up. I've actually got a few months of people lined up. Uh, so yeah, we just uh, sort of jaw about songwriting on Wednesdays, and then I'm um, yeah I'm making records uh, out of the house. Um, oh, quarantines! You know, Clever name. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I call isolation. Yeah, I've put out a couple of those. Um, just making them here at the house. And um, I, I went through some files and found some old demos and things. And uh, yeah, that's been keeping the fridge full. So uh, And then I, I do the live shows every once in a while. I'm trying to spread that out because there's so many people out there working on the internet. You know, it's it's pretty saturated. So I don't want to over overplay that hand. But yeah. Yeah, I get it. So... Uh, your show, um, I've listened to a couple of a couple of those. I listened to the Amanda episode, which was awesome. She is so cool. Um, yeah, and I listened great. to Brian Fallon and a, a part of Frank Turner. My connection kept cutting out on me, but that's so cool, man. Who'd have think that uh, <laughs> you would uh, take your music career and turn it into a weird little <laughs> Instagram Oh, my show. God. And I'm, I'm so bad at it. I'm just so, that's why I'm only doing friends, you know. I've I just been doing this so long that I'm lucky enough to have really talented friends. But, I, I you know, I would never ask, like, somebody I didn't know to be subject to you know, my <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Well, all right. So with that said, how has your setup changed? You know, I think the last time I saw you play live, which was, I don't know, maybe a month before the whole lockdown, um, you had a big old Reeves, like I think a high watt style amp, right? Yeah, that's what I've had for years. I've actually let that go. Uh, uh, Delana from Third Power made me my dream amp. She made me a custom amp and uh, I can talk about that. Yeah, if you like. Yeah. Or, uh, I know how married you were to that that Reeves, so I gotta hear about this amp. Uh, I'm a big fan of Third Power. You know, just about everything they put out is pretty killer. So, what uh, what'd you get made? 
She's fantastic. Yeah, so uh, it's basically it's her clean sink, but for a cut where you can blend a, a blackface style with an AC style. Um, and you can blend the circuits, but also there's a top boost on the AC circuit. But the, the other thing is there's a, a, a brown face uh, switch, so you can get that honk in there. And you can blend any of them. And, uh, and she took it up from 20 watts to 40 watts. Nice, yeah. nice. So, because I'm, I'm used to having a little power. And uh, when all of this is over, she's going to tap like um, a uh, cab sim out off the transformer so I can do like, with the Reeves, I was running through the aux. Right. And I was using, I was using the outputs the, uh, with the cab sims. And I was going to a Lexicon PCM80. I don't have, on my pedal board, there's no modulation. There's no delay. Everything is the Lexicon. I love that thing. It just destroys pedals for me. Um, but I run it out of the cab sim, and then I run it fully wet to two QSC monitors. They weigh 22 pounds. They're, you know, I don't even know. They're 2,000 watts a piece. And so I have a full wet, dry, wet rig that's portable. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that's a lot, that, less that. lot less stuff to lug around, huh? Yeah, yeah. And that was the idea. And, and, I, and I, I made it happen with the Reeves. But then, I, you know, I did this last show in Nashville. Um, I forget where it was. But uh, the, uh, I just Guitar Mountain. I just had, you know, it looked like... It was the 80s, you know, I just had all this stuff. I'm like, this is too much stuff for, for the idea. And so I've streamlined it and Delana uh, saved the day. So does that, I'm guessing that amp has the, she has like a hybrid, hybrid master circuit. Is that what it uh, is? Yeah, you know what, if you want me to just pop it up and play it. Um, so it's fantastic. So I, I can't open the amp up right here and, and still have a marriage. You know? <laughs> uh, so uh, the, right now, it's, uh, it's set on my favorite setting, which is halfway, well, technically, there we go, halfway between the blackface. I'll just, I'll play the blackface sound. But the hybrid master's kicked in. So it's, I've, I've got it, you know, up on three, and then I've got the hybrid master cut way back. Um, she explained to me it was some real 1.21 gigawatt stuff. I, I, you know, it, it's a compander expander idea. Where she, I, I don't know. It's brilliant. She's patented it. It's amazing. It still thumps when you turn the master back down. Um, that's that. Here's fully uh, the AC side. And then you can blend back in the blackface which is my favorite setting. So you get the... You get the... You get the spank, but you get those little growl in the mids. That's the setting for me. Oh, that's killer. So, yeah. sorry, I was losing you a little bit there. Was that, what do you have that dialed right in the middle? Uh, yeah, just right up the middle, uh, yeah. How cool. Oh man, that's... Yeah, it's rad. That's rad, that's rad. She's also got a, a thing she's introduced. It's just a treble dampening, and it's not like a presence thing. It's, it's just the if you wanna if you wanna get your Steve Cropper on and really ice pick it clean, you can just take that that ice pick off Ooh. with it. It's really subtle. Uh, I don't even know if you'd be able to. It's more of a feel thing, you know. It's like uh, people standing in the front row, you know. They don't want to go back right. a couple of rows. So you can just make them come forward, you know, with a little bit of that. So, yeah, that's oh. really handy. Oh, man, she's like a mad scientist when it comes to that stuff, man. 
Yeah, oh. I'm really loving this. And it handles pedals, and it's just a beast, and it's great. I, I wish I could open it up for you, but I don't think my, my microphones can handle it. <laughs> I'm, I'm... So that's, that's the live rig from now on. Yeah, as far as I'm go. set. I'm, I'm good. You know, yeah, that's, that's what you recording. Is that what you've been uh, recording? Sorry, I lost you a little bit. Is that what you've been recording quarantines uh, with? Is that amp? Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that with the amp, and then I've learned how to uh, program things and beats and stuff. It's weird. I'm, I'm really uh, going gone down the rabbit hole this week with uh, Universal Audio's new doll, the Luna thing. I've got the Apollo, and they've just dropped the doll here recently. They put it out early because of everybody being quarantined. They're like, here you go, gift to the world. Awesome. And uh, it's, it's really like super intuitive, because I'm real. The files are in the computer. You know, I, I don't know what this stuff. <laughs> and so I'm learning it all. And I, yeah, it's been great. And so that's uh, how I make those. Cool. And, uh, you know, some programming the drums. I would just kill for a real drummer right now. Oh, boy, I bet. Programming drums is like my least favorite thing in the world. To, to, even I'm, start, <laughs> I'm starting to enjoy it, but it's definitely a different hat. It's yeah. not... It doesn't it doesn't come natural. It's to me. it's like a language that I don't fully speak, but I feel like if I if I got fluent with it, you know, I see a lot of my friends that program drums. They can just once you get good at it, you can kind of bang it out pretty easy. But yeah, it takes me about an hour to do what any fourteen year old kid around the world could do in about five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I totally get it. All right, man. Well, I've seen you with this telly several times. Yeah, um, this is my main guitar uh it's just off off the wall in 93 just a uh 52 reissue my old man actually before he died he went uh he went halves on it with me and so uh yeah it's been through everything and it's you know i've tried everything with it I, you can still you can see right here where i've routed it for a bigsby and then uh <coughs> excuse me as soon as you take uh this plate off a telly it's no longer a telly to me it sounded great but it was gretch all of a sudden ah and so that that didn't last. Uh, I've got some jumbo frets I put on there up at uh, uh, the Carter. The guy Carter's did that. Um, and then what else have I done to it? Uh, got some Fralins in it. I put uh, a five-way switch. And so this, uh, you've got your neck, middle, bridge, the normal three. And then you have where these are slightly out of phase. Cool. So like a stratty sound. And then the back is the neck pickup, but it runs through a orange drop capacitor and just cuts like ten percent of the bass off. So oh. when you if you got if you got like a fuzz face or something and it's woofing out, you just good to go. Smart, smart. Yeah, this is great, man. You, you know, tellies. It's you could row you could row down the river with it yeah. and get to the gig and it is still play. It's wild that that design has not changed in what like sixty years. But, yeah. They knocked it out of the park. Why, yeah. why fix anything? Right. You got it right. Yeah, I've, I've got a few few others here. Yeah, let's take a look. Yeah, Nash uh, Nash worked with me and made me a pretty pretty Strat, little Fiesta Ooh. Red 63 type jam. Uh, I don't even, honestly, I have no idea what goes what's in it. Lawlers, maybe? Um, but yeah, it's beautiful. It does what you think it does. It's amazing. Eventually, I'm going to put a tortoise shell pick art on it because i always like that you know that fine young cannibals video where they're playing the pink and and tortoise shell it's like the gaudiest look ever that's eventually i'm oh, sorry that's, that's what you're gonna look like yeah i've been really impressed with a lot of the nash guitars that i've played uh, yeah man that thing plays like butter it's just got this slick neck on it it's great um 
got a good grip. It's a good, I love I love it. Um, let's see. Oh, here's my my SG. Oh yeah, I've seen this, that before. Yeah, this is a Townsend model from like I don't know 2002 or whatever. But the guy that had it um, hot rodded it, and these are P90s from like 52 or 53. These are really old P90s. And they're the quietest P90s I've ever heard. Uh, and they've just got that bite. Um, he had put a uh, an old, you know, SG Vibro arm, oh. Vibro, whatever they are. Uh, looked great. No tuning stability. Yeah. So I said, screw it. And so now, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's very Pete Townsend now. Because if you look at his old things, first thing he did. Take that just off. Rip that off. And so he's always got the three holes. So this is about as authentic as that gives. Yeah. Um, with that, uh, with that, uh, trim on there was it any more balanced because every sg i've ever owned wants to dive on you pretty hard you know this one's not so bad i don't know what the difference i know i know the phenomenon you're talking about and i know how delicate these headstocks are but um no this one this one the body has a good weight to it it's not as light as a lot of sgs i have no idea why i, I don't know the specs on it but uh it feels pretty balanced um, but yeah, I imagine that thing would balance it because it was heavy as a, you know, a van fender. Yeah. <laughs> that, that old vibro arm on there. Oh man. All right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I use for electrics. And, um, and then, you know, as you know, I'm, you couldn't tell from this, this so far, but I'm primarily acoustic player, you know? Right. <laughs> I do both. I do both of the shows, but. Sure. That's, that's kind of tricky. So for, for you guys that aren't familiar with Corey, you know, he plays with a band, without a band, plays acoustic, plays electric. He's kind of, you kind of just, how, how do you discern how you're going to play a show? Yeah, I mean, it's just all, I have to have a hybrid career, you know, because I have to keep working, you know. Yeah, of course. Musician, so. Um, and so I just go out and do whatever kind of tours are, are there, you know. I get to go up and open for bigger people. I've got my own circuit. And then... And so I'll try to string a run of band stuff together when, when the festival stuff works. And I love playing with a band, but it's always a three-piece for me, you know. Mm. I, uh, I like to uh, have room to uh, improvise, you know. I'll, just, I'll be like, we'll learn the song, but when I turn around and face you, we'll just do whatever the hell we want. When I go back to the mic, kick yeah. back into the skeleton of it, you know. Oh, man, I, I've always uh, felt real bad for your drummers. <laughs> Oh yeah, I tell them because I'm, you know, you know, my my stuff's like this. Uh, temp, I just, I'm like, follow me with dynamics only. Don't follow my tempo. I'm gonna be rushing the beat. I'm gonna be dragging the beat. I'm like, you guys lock, and you, you know, and then I'm gonna do this. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you follow me, we'll be in a ditch. <laughs> you know? Oh man. Well, all right. What's uh, what's this guitar you got right here? So acoustic for a long time. I had that bourgeois, and then certain airline that will not be named airline that shall not be named um dropped it 30 feet out of the plane uh when they were unloading it luckily they had to reimburse me because i had it on film i was sitting there watching them unload and they didn't have the uh ramp pushed all the way up and they were throwing stuff out and i filmed it it was almost like i willed it to happen i felt bad for filming oh, self-fulfilling 30 seconds later <laughs> put it out on its side it fell 30 feet smashed it beautiful guitar uh i got it fixed but you know once the tops smash just like taping a drum head you know they never come back to life um so that's in the closet around here uh but then uh i got this uh and this was a gift um from uh jason from jason isbel 
Oh, that's awesome. I, uh, yeah. And uh, it was originally a uh, ostensibly a permanent loan. And then I started, after uh, a couple of shows, I started sending in pictures like, because this is a it's a 31 replica, you know, their um, authentic series, Martin. Right. It's an OEM. Um, and they have a nitrocellulose finish on it. And you know how I play. So at like four shows in, I started sending pictures. So I was like, you can't see this probably. But I was like, man, these aren't scratches. Man, these are gouges. Oh, no. And, and Jason was like, why are you sending me pictures of your guitar? He's like, I know how you play. And so, and so, so I'd like to thank him publicly, you know, which I've obviously done privately quite a bit. But so this is beautiful, beautiful acoustic. I've written 50 songs on it last year. It came with songs in it, just oh. stuck in there like a pick. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's kind of a, I don't know if I can get it close to this mic, but it's a bit of a cannon. Ignore my pick and my hands aren't up. But uh, <laughs> no, it sounds great. Yeah, yes, it's it's beautiful. Is, and uh, so is that like, you know, if it's a, would you say a th like a thirty-one replica? Is that a dreadnought mm -hmm. shape or is it a different shape? No, no, it's a uh, sort of like a fat butt parlor. It is. Um, yeah, yeah, a little narrow here, um, but it's it's really perfect for me because it's uh, it's got the you know I do a lot of. A lot of singer-songwriter, you know, uh, tell you about your feelings music, and then I bash it out. And so uh, a dreadnought, it's great for bashing it out, but it's really scooped there in the mids. You know, it's real, real bright, real boomy. And this thing is balanced, you know, the smaller ones are balanced for finger picking. And, um, but I can still smack it, it doesn't flinch when I... But a lot of these little smaller guitars will... What are you doing yeah. to me? Every time you hit them. Uh, and this one, this one's got some spine. Yeah. So Well, I'm, not literally, because it doesn't really have a truss rod since it's like the old ones. I have to be careful with it. I can't put anything uh, heavier than light strings on it is what they recommend. No kidding. And so that's, that's a new adjustment for me. Yeah, I was going to say, how are you handling that? You're a pretty damn dynamic player. Well, I had to find a new way anyway, uh, because... I just use a heavier pick. It's kind of counterintuitive, but the heavier pick with the right angle gets me the attack I want. And with a lighter pick, I found I found this actually years ago, but I was shredding strings, you know, and my fingers, you know, just bleeding all over the place, just really hammering in there. And now, I mean, I have better control, but you don't have to have as much control with a like a bluegrass type heavy pick. Um, you get the, all the attack you want. And I, I'm not cheese grating across the strings. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm guessing a spru solid spruce top, mahogany back and sides. Man, your guess is good as mine. I don't know. Uh, yeah, looks like mahogany. Uh, I'm not sure what it's made out of. It's just made out of glory. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's gorgeous. I love it. Um, it's, you know, because it's one of these, the old school ones where, you know, they stamp oh. it on the back. Yeah. It doesn't even have the logo on there. It's... Wow. It's, uh, yeah, I love everything about it. And so then um, I've always been real particular about trying to, you can't get an acoustic to sound right live. Right. Just, you know, unless you're, unless you're using a condenser and all that. So I've been through everything over the years trying to do it. And I finally found the, the best I can get. Um, I've got a, a combo of, uh, you know, just a cane K in here. 
but then I have this uh, DPA. I think it's a forty sixty one. You 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 know y'all do stuff at the uh, with Premier Guitar. That's the lavalier mic. Yeah, it's a, just into. a lot Which actually I've you know on a couple of rig rundowns in a bind I've had to record. You know. I'll have a 57 on a guy's rig, but he wants a platinum acoustic, and I've recorded it with a lav, and it actually sounds pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, and I've just got it, you can probably see it right there. Yeah. She's just jammed up, facing slightly towards the the uh, treble strings. So are, and, uh, are you, blend, are you blending? Yes. Oh, okay. I, and, what I, and what I do for that is, you know, if you're gonna use that, that's the trick. So I have this, uh, this uh, Grace Audio Felix, uh, thing and it's their. Uh, I feel like I'm doing an ad, um, but I, I would. This these things are great. I love it. It's like a little piece of studio gear. Um, so it's it's got it's you know you can run both in. If you run in on a stereo cord, it knows and it automatically splits it to two channels. Um, and then you can do the EQ and uh, with like full parametric on either of them. But you know I just shelve off the bass on the mic, uh, so it doesn't feedback. And then uh, just. Uh, Sort of, I mean, you could see this looks like Eddie Van Halen's guitar. This is, I've got it all marked up with tape. Um, this is not what like audio files do to their equipment, but I like to use my shit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll run power to the mic. Yeah, it'll do everything. It's got a boost and all that stuff on it, but it's just a solid piece of kit that lets me sort of voice it how I want. And uh, I tell you, it was, I saw that. Uh, Oh, I think it was Doug Jones, or Doug Young, Doug Young, at Acoustic Guitar or whatever. He he has some of these in his guitars, and uh, he first talked about it. And it's surprisingly feedback proof. Wow. Um, yeah, it's. I'm not gonna say it's feedback proof. I you know I like cranked monitors, and so uh, I have those QSCs too for my electric rig, and so I'll just run out of that and run it like a side fill. Sure. And so I'll have a guitar, I'll just put the guitars over here and they can still work some in my in my floor wedge, uh, surprisingly. I thought surely with the microphone right, right there. Well, I was gonna say, you know. For some reason. Yeah, you're not playing with a feedback buster and you play pretty damn loud when you do play. So I was like, gonna, that was about to be my next question. <laughs> I don't know why it works. And I again, this is a relatively new rig. Um, I was really going to uh, give it all hell this spring and summer. Oh boy. So, um, but I did get a handful of gigs in with it, and I don't know. I don't know why. It works. Right on. What are all those dip switches on the side for? Man, everything. I think it'll make julienne fries for you. It's, uh, <laughs> so you, can, you put the dip switch in a certain place, and the mids control is low mids. You put it in another place, it's high mids. Gotcha. Um, you've got uh, AB, which is blend mode. Um, or you can have two channels. If you want to run your vocal and your guitar into this through great preamps, you can do it like that. Um, there's phase, there's, uh, what's the other? Oh, the low, uh, the, uh, the low pass, high pass filter, um, either is the shelf or it could be a notch according to where the dip switch is. Oh, that's pretty handy. What's up? Yeah, I mean, it's super tweak. What do you, uh, what do you, what'd you get for that thing? What do those run for? Uh, I think they're like, I think they're like a grand. I think I'll be paying on this for years. Yeah, but I mean, for a DI that works in every situation, that's kind of incredible. That's it. 
That's the thing. When I, it's gonna be, if I can justify it by being like, okay, well, I play 120 gigs a year. Right. You know, it's like if I could pay this off in a year with this little bit of a gig, it's like okay. But. Especially playing drastically different rooms every night, you know. That's the thing, you know. I've got my settings that I like, but I think I only got to use it like seven or eight times before the quarantine, and uh, and you just get what you know, send what you know to the sound guy. And then, and then just, you know, okay, here's a problem I can solve. Fine tune Plus it. the tape. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always known you as a man of many pedals. <laughs> I think every time I see your board, it is completely different. Uh, you got anything new, it's, new lately that you... Well, yeah, and I've got a whole new approach to it because, again, that lexicon, which is, I, would, I would show you, but it's in the shop because I blew the audio inputs out. So I, I, th I hope it's just the... Op amp on the audio input. Now, it might be the DAC. So for everybody listening at home, that Lexicon isn't that like a rack unit from the nineties? Yep, yeah, and it's glorious. It's one of the last ones where you can. I mean, I it's the I've only read two manuals in my life for this Luna, the UA Audio I'm learning, and that PCM80 manual. And that PCM80 manual is like four hundred pages long. Um, but it's one of the last ones where you can go in and design what you want. You know, it has. Um, uh, they're not just the presets are killer. But you can go in, and to the infinite degree, there's six sets of stereo delays that feed into each other. Train. Yeah, you hear that train? Um, yeah, yeah, we got some trains, too. <laughs> uh, and so they feed into each other, so they, they do like a, an actual uh, reverb does in life. Um, but then you can design, assign LFOs to any set of them. You can just build. You're like, okay, I want a, a certain kind of chorus. And you can go in if you understand how, which I sort of understand. You can make, you can just design things in these little worlds, and then you can assign it to MIDI because I use this uh, Boss ES5 for my pedals, uh, and it has MIDI control, and uh, so I can go in and I don't have to switch through programs in the Lexicon. You I can, can do design it right with the Boss. The, well, no, I can design a world in the Lexicon to where I don't have to switch a patch. I can have one patch that has my stuff in it. Oh. I can design a reverb because uh, I have a dual effects card kind of technical but um i can design a reverb and then i can have a chorus that's in there with a delay that's in there and then i can set them to be controlled by the es8 uh, by a little uh expression pedal just to bring in the reverb or whatever How cool. or a little button to bring in the delay and so instead of switching between patches because there is a load time thing in a pcm80 sure. uh, you know and and so uh to be able to do it with no load time you can just design one little world so i have like five little worlds I live in in that thing and it's a How cool beautiful, is that? beautiful thing. So is yeah. that, does that mean the rest of your board is just like all dirt stages now or? All dirt, it's all <laughs> dirt. Um, there's one, two, oh, and I'll take pictures of this for the thing, but one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, and so basically, there's just the amp. Um, I've got a little, uh, like a clone, clone thing. Just to give me that little thing when I'm running the blackface sort of style. Uh, and so I have a preamp thing I'm using is uh, just got a Benson preamp. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the, it's so minute, the difference. Kinda, then, it kind of gives it teeth a little bit, but barely. It is very, yeah. very subtle. I use them really subtle because I like to hit it with a... Uh, I don't know what he's calling it now, but it's this Lumpy's Tone Shop guy before. And uh, this is more of uh, the thing that's based on the old amp that uh, 
Zeppelin used and the uh, Beatles used and stuff. Uh, this is more of a, it's like a solid state uh, distortion thing. So that's a little bit of that kick. And uh, those are my real, my dirt sounds. And then the rest is fuzz. You know, I'm a, yeah. fuzz, I'm a fuzz guy. And so it's all fuzz from here on out. Oh man. Um, let's see. I use the. Uh, there's this cat uh, in. I think he's in Asheville, and it's. Uh, these are called black strap pedals, and he makes um, all the fuzz that I like are really simple. You know, two transistor, three transistor designs, like the old old school ones, and he makes these ones with all the choice little parts and stuff. So uh, I've got a a Mark One Point Five. Um, well, if I turn it on, I haven't been on tour, so I don't, I'm not sure which what anymore. I got to wire it up. You just roll back off the volume just a little bit. And then uh, I run this uh, Cobb, the clean octave blend, and into that to get the... Uh, Again, I gotta turn the thing on, Brandon. <laughs> to get that. That's cool. Um, cause, cause everybody needs that. You need it. You need it. So is that, does that have, uh, I mean, we're listening on computers obviously, but does that have some sort of octave in there? Yeah, that was the octave, the clean octave blend that uh, uh, Prescription Electronics pedal. That's so cool. And it, it by, by itself, it just, uh, But then run into then run into the Mark 1.5. You know, that's killer. There's that, and then my other favorite one is because uh, I'm a big uh, Ronson fan. You know, uh, so I've got a, a Mark One, but it has uh, this is also black strap, and he built a Genoa in there. So I can run the wah sounds, put it where I want it, and get the uh, like cock wah. They get the idea that uh, I'm not be playing any sweet sweet licks, unfortunately for people. Uh, <laughs> but you, you can set it. I mean, without the without the wah. It's just a bass. But then you can set the wah. I'll mess with the cue. You know, yeah, you what, get those cool look. What a fun sound. I mean, that's my sound, man. And I, I'm a huge Zappa fan. And it's just, you know, it, it, that's just a sound. You just put it right there in the mix. And it's like, here I am. Here I am. Deal with it. Oh, yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. It definitely uh, sits on top for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's nowhere else for it to go. Um, and that's it, man. That's, that's the pedals and the rig and the guitars and the... Uh, 
Yeah, that's pretty much the deal right now. Well, hell yeah, man. I can't tell you how much we appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this from quarantine. And... Oh, no, no, thanks, man. I'm a big fan. I love watching these things. Uh, thanks for letting me do the dirt ball edition here in my house. <laughs> no worries. So for everybody watching, make sure you check out Corey's show on Instagram. Um, um, he's got some great guests on there. Uh, who's next week? So this will air next week. Yeah, so uh, t tomorrow is BJ from American Aquarium. And then next Wednesday is Laura Jane Grace. Awesome. Awesome. That'll be, that'll be fun. And then also, yeah. if you're, if you're uh, curious or just need some new uh, music to listen to while you're holed up in your office or your bedroom, you got to check out, uh, now that's what I call isolation. <laughs> Volumes one and two are already out, right? Yeah, yeah. Working hard on volume three. All right. Well, hell yeah, Corey, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time. You guys stay tuned for more rig rundowns, riff rundowns, lessons, all that fun jazz. We'll catch you soon. Thanks, y'all.